0: There's a frequent misconception that when you go to Japan that you will see everything operating by what we know as lean or the Toyota production system, but that's not true. Toyota has really taken some of the best elements of Japanese thinking and management with American and Western thinking and management and combined them and improved upon them to create this amazing system.
1: Welcome to There's a Better Way a podcast series focused on exploring how operational excellence principles can provide solutions in your personal and professional life. Each episode, Dr. Arvind Chandrasekharan, Professor and Academic Director at The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business, will sit down with a prominent expert or faculty leader to discuss problems we face in our world today. This program is brought to you by the Master of Business Operational Excellence. Welcome to There is a Better Way. I'm here with uh, Katie Anderson. Founder and principal consultant at KBJ Anderson Consulting. Welcome to the program, Katie.
0: Hi, everyone. Great to talk with you today,
1: Katie. Uh, for our listeners out there, can you tell us more about what what do you do and what are your passion around uh, the topic of operational excellence?
0: Sure. I started my consulting practice six years ago because I was really inspired to um, help others live and lead with intention and connecting their purpose with their process and practices. Um, as I had been learning and discovering while I was um, a leader internal at companies. And um, it's been really just, I, I love talking with and working with leaders to help them really connect with um, what's important inside of them and how they're showing up each and every day to connect, uh, to deliver that.
1: Okay. And and your background, Katie, what is your background?
0: Oh, sorry. I worked in um, healthcare for many, many years. And that's actually where I learned to start uh, Practice Lean I had a prior background in healthcare policy research Um, and through that time and and various leadership roles within healthcare, I had an opportunity to not only apply the lean uh, principles in terms of process improvement, but really got into how do we as people and leaders change our behaviors to better support um, a problem solving culture within organizations.
1: Okay. And and today's conversation is going to be around the topic of uh, the origins of lean. And for a lot of listeners out there, when, when you mention the word lean, they go back and they um, uh, relate to Toyota production system. And in fact, uh, uh, the book, the seminal book, The Machine That Changed the World, talks about how the origins of lean came from the way Toyota thought about operational excellence and, and the practice of um, managing processes within their company now i know you do a lot of traveling uh, to japan one of the questions that people always ask is again is that lean only for toyota or are companies in japan in general practice this idea itself
0: uh, that's a really interesting question uh, and there are a lot of different ways to look at it one of the, the misconceptions i think is a lot of people assume that you know all of japan is run just like toyota is so you know that um the tps is 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 throughout all of japan Uh, there are some fan i found when i lived in japan for a year and a half in 2015 and 16 uh, and was going out and just living but also going to a lot of companies that there are a lot of um, practices that we know and call as quote unquote lean in the west um, all throughout japan but that toyota has really done something different um, and th- there are many companies who are trying to bring in similar practices but really Toyota took some uh, Japanese concepts and melded it with American concepts that Deming and others brought in uh, and created something really unique and special um, so it's not just Toyota but it's not all just Japanese either
1: so uh, that, that was an interesting perspective Katie you mentioned about um, Japanese system, the Toyota has taken the best Mm -hmm. of the Japanese system, but yet also has used some of the learnings uh, from what Edward Deming and Joseph Juran have done. So can you elaborate a little bit more of what are those specific uh, examples that Toyota is able to get it from uh, to Japan as well as combine it with what Deming had said?
0: Yeah, I think it's really interesting how, uh, you know, what we call lean or, you know, what started off as the Toyota production system really is a combination of the best... Uh, concepts from the East and the West melted together and improved upon. Uh, Some of the, you know, if you go to the Toyota Museum of Innovation, you can see how uh, the Toyota leaders were starting to um, be inspired by things that were happening in the United States just before the Second World War and then afterwards as well, and actually went over to the U.S. to go learn from um, what manufacturers in the U.S. like Ford were doing. Uh, you know, one of the other concepts that was brought forward is like, you know, from they were inspired by the supermarkets in the U S how, you know, we replenish the milk from the back. And so you take the most um, current expiration date and then, um, pull it there and replenish them back. And so they had some ideas and concepts. Well, how can we do that with our inventory management system? Um, you know, and then there are some other principles that really run deep within the Japanese culture that, you know, Toyota has been able to leverage as well and, and create, you know, the, the concepts of how we have this um, deep regret for waste and looking about how we can um, make things better and constantly improve them. Uh, that's, that's my observation of the Japanese is they really are always looking to seek to improve.
1: Okay. This is actually an interesting insight that even I didn't know because, um, Uh, I know, like, um, especially Edward Deming has talked a lot about um, how his experiences in Japan actually taught him a lot of insights that he came back to the U.S., Mm. reformed the American production system. What I didn't know is that Japanese actually came back here and learned a lot from what Ford was Mm. doing what other companies were doing to go back and learn. So it's very interesting that this um, uh, inside of the TPS is a combination of the East meets West kind of. So taking the best the two, right? So if you were to go back to Japan, I know you travel um, uh, frequently to Japan. What are some other examples of organizations or the, the TPS mindset that you can see out there? And are there other different mindsets? Because TPS is what we know, our toy production system is what we know in the US as something that works. Maybe there are other systems that are happening in Japan that we don't know. Uh, What are some things that are happening there?
0: Well, there's a lot going on, and I think it's always inspirational to go out and see what different Japanese companies are are doing and how, uh, you know, the Toyota is the most advanced and sophisticated of its practice, um, obviously being the origins of the Toyota production system, but many other companies have been learning from Toyota and also um, leveraging the same concepts and applying them in their own organizations as well. You know, Toyota has a very uh, connected uh, relationship with its suppliers and through that has been able to disseminate a lot of its thinking uh, to other organizations and then other companies have also been um, inspired from there as well. Uh, But it's not all related to just whether or not a company works with Toyota or not. Uh, There are some companies doing really great things. And it may not be always the pinnacle of what we would consider to be, uh, you know, the Toyota production system. But the concepts of uh, really respecting people and engaging them in Kaizen or continuous improvement on a daily basis is one that I saw. I've seen it many, many companies and it's um, really starting with that people first, that bottoms up, and then connecting it with the top down with the most important priorities of the company. So how that manifests itself can look different, uh, but but that real connection with people is something that many, many companies are doing um, quite well.
1: Okay. And if you were to go back uh, and think about some examples out there, mm. are there examples outside of uh, like uh, for-profit organizations, can you think of applying some of these Mindset to like uh, educational systems or nonprofits.
0: Um, you know, I haven't been to as many nonprofits per se, but one of the uh, it was always a top experience when I take people to Japan now is to go see uh, an elementary school about how some of these cultural aspects that are really foundational from what the Japanese brought to to um, TPS and I lean around the concept of regret for waste and respect for community are taught at a very early age. And these are concepts that are common throughout um, the Japanese culture and ones that Toyota really leveraged. For example, um, you know, Japanese school children are expected to clean their classrooms and the schools every day. They don't have janitors, uh, you know, elementary, junior high, high schoolers and the teachers go out and clean every day uh, and take respect for their own community, and they also serve lunch to each other. And at lunch, they're expected to not have any waste because um, you know we, there's this concept of deep regret for waste. So that's a really interesting thing to observe about how does that then fit with our construct of lean and um, regret for waste and how we want to constantly improve. Uh, there are other companies as well who, are do, who aren't who are connected to Toyota but are doing some really... Um, interesting things about how do they engage with people every day and inspire um, inspire kaizen and, and continuous improvement like the small small little changes
1: okay so so what you're saying is very interesting is from the beginning these people are in the grassroots and elementary schools they've talked about the whole idea of respect and the whole idea of how do i actually like create this improvement mm-hmm. culture and that that makes them a better individual as they think about like the workforce and and working in organizations. So it's interesting. So I, I know you have a healthcare background. So I want to ask you that question because one of the common things that I've seen people say is, okay, these are all um, good when you talk about like uh, making cars or like, working on uh, making widgets but now how do I transfer some of these things back in, uh, in a setting like healthcare, which is more complex, right? And, and I know the answer is yes, there are some principles, but like when people ask you those questions, like how do you approach that? How, what, what are some things that you tell them uh, as healthcare organizations that they want to like implement some of these continuous improvement and lean principles? Mm. What are some things that you tell them to think about?
0: Well, I started uh, learning Lean when I was working in healthcare, so it was really the, the only way I knew. Um, so, you know, as you said, the principles apply no matter what organ, uh, type of industry you're working in. And if we're starting about how do we define uh, value for our customers and for, in, in healthcare, setting its value for our patients, uh, it helps rally people out of their silos and thinking, oh, really, how do we work together to uh, not just do what's the easiest or best for a doctor, the easiest or best for a nurse, but how are we really thinking about what's right for for our patients? And of course healthcare is very complex, uh, but we talk about what are the things that are not patient dependent that we can uh, improve and to standardize, and there are so many different things that uh, will help then allow doctors and nurses to, focus on the complexity of decision-making that they need to make that that draw in their skills, rather than having to think every time, how do I fill out this form? Or do we have, um, you know, this supply to do this procedure? So helping enable processes to support the delivery of healthcare.
1: So Katie, I want to um, go back to, uh, you you talked a lot about Japanese culture and then how Toyota is making the best use of the the Japanese culture as well as the U.S. Uh, uh, lessons from what they learned from Deming. Mm. So uh, can you, uh, for our listeners out there, can you actually tell us at a very high level what are some cultural differences when you see the Japanese way of manufacturing or managing systems when you compare that to the U.S. way or the Western way of managing systems?
0: We can't necessarily equate... You know, a Japanese management system with uh, what we call Lean or the Toyota Production System or the Toyota Way—they um, are not one and the same. Although there are, of course, fun- fundamental Japanese principles that are part of TPS. So um, there are also elements of what why one might consider a "quote unquote" um, typical Japanese management system that are, we would be considered sort of anti-Lean. Mm-hmm. In fact, there are many businesses that you know, it's very command and control, or people have learned to just wait for what the boss says so aren't involved in that sort of continuous problem-solving culture. But if we are talking about Japanese management systems that are more in alignment with Toyota production system or using that uh, mindset, the, the concepts of um, respect for people and respect for community um, is, is runs incredibly deep uh, in Japan. And yes, there are um, a lot of companies that have respect for people as well in the United States and other uh, countries as well. but it's something that kind of goes fundamentally um, a bit a bit deeper. Something also uh, is this constant desire to improve, and we talked about this before as well. Um, I've always been amazed at you know, even if a concept isn't necessarily uh, invented, say in the in Japan how the Japanese or or Japanese people have taken it and improved upon it. I mean, even if you look at like going to restaurants, uh, Italian food or French food, it's the best in Japan because these uh, chefs have gone to their Gemba. They have gone to the country, learned and practiced for many years, and then come back to Japan and improve upon it and make it almost even better. I mean, the number of Michelin star restaurants in Japan is incredible, and that's sort of making a divergent uh, comment—not around management systems, but really around this concept of constant um, pursuit of perfection mm-hmm. and precision. Um, but conversely, you know, there are also some uh, some elements that, while well, might you know in some contexts might be good, and others can be more challenging. So, uh, say standard work might be more easily acceptable in a Japanese management environment because there are so many routines known as kata, but not, you know, the Toyota kata, but uh, the routines and practices that are people are expected to know and follow as part of everyday society. Hmm. So following standard work and routines in the workplace um, would feel natural. However, you know, conversely, having flexibility and thinking outside the box can be more challenging. So if there's a rule, people often you know, feel very rigid about following that rule. I would often joke with friends about you know, Americans who are used to having great flexibility at a restaurant and sort of modifying a, a menu items. They say, no, don't ask for like, that, to- that sandwich to not have tomatoes, even though they're gonna put the tomatoes on the sandwich. The sandwich comes with tomatoes and that's how it is. Or my gelato store said, you, know, you cannot have a to-go lid if you have two flavors, but you can have a to-go fl- cup if you have one flavor. And to ask for a modification from that rule, you will be looked you will just be greeted with looks of confusion mm-hmm. and, and you know that's that's not right or wrong. those are just cultural sure. differences um and we're putting our own um i guess lens on that but in you know the, if, if on the United States side, we are much more flexible about customization uh, but often following rules or standards uh, might not be something that comes as easily to everyone and so uh, I just think that's an interesting uh, construct, even if you take it outside of a management system. But just sort of how we, um, in our cultures, have different expectations about um, you know what we do and how we do it.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's interesting the way you you actually put it out. Like, so Japanese culture is more uh, pro for like perfection or uh, pursuit of perfection, and it's more along the lines of again, I need to create repeatability in my process and my actions. Versus more of the, the Western culture, I would put um, all the, the, the U.S., the, sometimes the European culture, is much more of that whole idea of flexibility. And maybe this is one reason why if you look at all the uh, like new innovations that are happening out there, sometimes some of those things most often come from the Western uh, regions, and yet they get perfected back in Japan or back in the... Yep.
0: So, yeah, you could even say the same thing for Deming's concepts, you know, after World War II. I mean, Deming had these ideas he was trying to um, put forward in the United States, but without, you know, much reception. And he brought them to, the, uh, to Japan, and they really took off with this concept of PDC, PDCA cycles and, you know, so much more, and, and really perfected that and, um, and made it what we now know today.
1: Yeah. And I know, Katie, that uh, as a part of your consulting group, you actually also take um, host back to Japan and, and and you always have a learning experience around that, right? So can you share us with like uh, some of the memorable learning experiences that you've had in your uh, trip so far? Uh,
0: absolutely. So I've, I've been leading study trips to Japan now for a few years and uh, it was a glimmer of a dream when I first moved to Japan in 2015 to first learn as much as I could myself all well, that time, but also then have an opportunity to connect others um, through my blog and now these trips as well. Uh, you know, we already talked about the school system and going to an elementary school and seeing some of those funda- fundamental concepts being taught at an early age around the um, regret for wait- waste and uh, respect for community. Uh, you know, Also going out and having a chance to see some of the connection of the Toyota suppliers and sort of how as you get closer to Toyota, the the systems and practices are much more advanced. Also, the visual systems uh, that many Japanese companies use uh, for their visual management especially when they're more in the model of the Toyota production system, but, you know, creating their own management system is really astounding, really making things visual and visible. So you can see at a glance, um, uh, of what's, what's happening. And of course, going out and seeing a variety of different industries. So going, either going to a hospital, um, and seeing, you know, actually one of the things that I, uh, try and share with the hospitals is we are actually further advanced in the West here with applying lean thinking in practice um, Mm -hmm. in healthcare settings. And, you know, some hospitals have been starting to use more of a, I guess, a holistic management system approach, lean management system. But typically hospitals are really focused on quality circles and process improvement happening more offline rather than part of every day. So I find that contrast different too. We may make assumptions about all of Japan is, you know, going lean, um, where that's not necessarily true. But the the deep and enri- the deep richness of practice for many, many companies is really just uh, amazing to see. Yeah,
1: yeah, this is right. I know we're running out of time, but this has been a great conversation. In fact, like um, 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 the, the things that you mentioned about, like how um, you can separate our TPS from Japan, and when there are some things that are stronger in the Japanese culture and there are some strengths around the the Western culture and what Toyota is able to do in its production system is basically Mm. combine the two. So um, I learned a lot. I'm sure the listeners also learned a lot on this. So uh, thank you so much for your time, Katie. I really enjoyed this conversation. Great.
0: Thank you so much.
1: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of There's a Better Way. To listen to our other episodes and for more information on the Master of Business and Operational Excellence, please visit go.osu.edu backslash M-B-O-E.